Top Friday, baby, better than yesterday. Let's get it. We're brought to you today by Super 73. If you know me, you know I'm always on my Super 73. Super 73 is an American lifestyle adventure brand based in Orange County, California, that develops products to help fuse motorcycle heritage with youth culture. They are the original in the electric motorbike. Founded in 2016, Super 73 has quickly grown into one of the most recognizable electric vehicle brands in the world with a passionate customer base, including A-list celebrities, professional athletes, and many more, including yours truly. Head to the link in the bio to go and get a discount on your first Super 73. I love my bike. I just bought Laura one. She loves her new bike. And I just love sharing the community and the passion behind the brand with others. Go check them out and let me know what you think when you get your first bike. Are you looking to dip your toes into the world of cold water therapy? Well, look no further than New Recover. They have designed a simple, effective way to enjoy cold water therapy literally anywhere, from your house, patio, garden, on holiday, or even at an apartment. It has five layers of thermal insulated cooling technology, 100% body coverage, it's easy to get in and out of, it even has an inflatable cushion to sit on in a very easy drainage system. Some studies are showing that an ice bath before workouts is also aiding in boosting testosterone levels, increasing dopamine in the body, and an overall increase in chemicals in our body known as catecholamines. That is norepinephrine and epinephrine, two to three times above our baseline. That sounds pretty good to me. I'm getting into cold water therapy. I just ordered one and it should come in this week. I can't wait to talk about it in future podcasts and I can't wait for you to check them out. Use my code CLINT7399 at checkout for a 15% discount. Welcome in, dude. Thanks for being here. Got Luke, a good buddy of mine. He's in the house. Uh, after a revamp, we're going to hit episode one here. And I appreciate you being here, brother. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Thank Cheers, Steve. Yeah. Um, first off, I have uh, two friends that just had a baby boy this morning at 1.12 a.m. in the comfort of their own home. And I'm super proud of them. Uh, Scott and Shay Nelson, their son, Super healthy, I think eight pounds, 12 ounces. Congratulations to you guys. I just wanted to shout you out and uh, make it known that you guys are awesome and we're right behind you. Can't wait to can't wait to meet you on the fatherhood and parent level and everything involving that. Also, quick note, shout out to all the midwives out there doing the Lord's work. Yes, sir. I mean, if you can imagine. Yeah, your mom is a midwife, right? My mom is a midwife. Yeah. Yeah, or used to be. Because believe it or not, it's illegal in North Carolina insane yeah. why i don't know why that's illegal but oh, here we are yeah and but can you imagine like your life's work is just like hanging out at somebody's house and just like you know your whole job is delivering a baby in somebody else's house ruining their sheets forever <laughs> <laughs> it sounds kind of like sounds kind of like relaxing to me i don't know as a job because that's all you do you're used to it yeah i'm sure there's certain situations where you have to also a funny thing about that is like when I was young. So my mom, she had this giant library of books and I was really young and I was just like, I mean, I was, I must've been like 10 years old, but I was walking around and I pulled a book out from the bookshelf and it was this giant encyclopedia. I turned a page just in the middle of the book and it was just 
nothing but like bushy Amish women delivering <laughs> babies. And that was my first experience seeing a vagina in my life. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, and here we are, dude. Yeah, and here we are. Speaking of speaking of that topic, though, I will say this is a this is a pretty good one. Um, you know, right now we are in what I like to call a day two of the snooze button in pregnancy, because uh, you know Friday this past Friday was supposed to be our due date. That's why there wasn't a uh, after we did this reset and and decided to go a different direction with this podcast. Um, I decided, hey, March 31st, that's going to be the first uh, the first episode legit as we move forward with everything in the vision. Um, but now March 31st is our induction date in case this baby doesn't come because it was supposed to be Friday and we're in day two of that snooze button. However, you know, she's been really trying hard to get things rolling. And one of those things is you have to pump. You got to pump. So you pump like 20 minutes on. I think it's like 40 off, 20 minutes on again. And uh, she did it on Saturday, and I was sitting there at the kitchen table. Uh, when she got finished, there was a you know, there's a little cup there, and I didn't say a word. I just grabbed that cup and took a sip because I know it's in that. It's called colostrum. Colostrum has like apparently has like almost HGH properties. Now, so I'm like, dude, let's so define define def- muscles. Define dude. HGH. Like we're talking the shit that is in steroids, like for lifting weights. Like the, and also and it's it, if that's not, it's also don't get me wrong. If that's not true, like I haven't, I haven't backed this up by, you know, scholarly articles and all that good right. stuff. But if that's not true, I know that it definitely has a lot of nutrients in it because that's the stuff you give to the baby. If they're not feeding, you give that to them. So then they start feeding again. So anyways, I took a sip. She was like, Oh my God, what the, I'm like, well, if I would have asked you, you would have definitely said, stop, don't do that. So I just had to go for it, dude. Honestly, it tasted like nothing. So that there's that. Do you feel stronger? I feel way fucking stronger. Do you feel great? <laughs> also, I probably feel stronger just because it's you know, it's Friday and I'm wearing a tank top. Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger was hooked on colostrum? <laughs> colostrum. Hey, dude, don't hey, shout out to all the people. Yeah, don't cite me on this, but maybe who knows? Maybe, maybe there's gonna be clinical trials of you know adults. <laughs> taking colostrum and they just have like this insane yeah. pain and muscle and uh lean fat and all that type of stuff. so look out for your new subscription box it's yeah for sure straight organic colostrum <laughs> straight to your door <laughs> oh my god speaking of fucking muscles we have a segment that we're going to start here called homie of the week and oh god you know <laughs> you know the thing I'm is excited for that. homie of the week is going to be just just someone that is a close friend of mine, um, you know, the person that is on that week for the podcast itself, they might have, they may not even know this person, but it doesn't matter because they send a picture the week prior. And all I ask is they send a picture of them in a tank top on a Friday. So homie of the week this week is my boy, Leo Young. Round of applause for Leo Young, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Leo, uh, he is single. I'll start with that. <laughs> And um, his Instagram <laughs> handle is at Leo Young. So follow him. He's a great guy. He's been in the uh, banking and investment and um, what's the word I'm looking here? Uh, uh, Money. He is a oh. um, consultant for oh. banks. So he tells big banks how to run their shit. That's my gist of it anyways. And I could be a little bit off. But um, his picture that he sent was him. 
If you get I think you put like Emerald Lagasse mixed with um, a little bit of uh, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> That's your man. If you're into, dude, if you're into like short five five kings who can cook, then Leo's your guy. So, what he sent was a tank top picture. I have actually the same Nike tank top on right now, except in white, dude. Hell yeah. And uh, he's got a big flex going. He's got some sweat on his tank top because I think it's post-gym, but I honestly, honestly dude, dude, I expected yeah. more. Honestly, I but think he probably just like gargled like a bunch of water and just did it on fail. Yeah, and he was like, bro, I just got back from the gym just now. Dude, oh, my bad, dude. I should have took one. My you know bad, what he actually bro. said to me? He said, dude, you know what? I should have took one in the gym. That's my bad, dude. I texted him like See? five times that day. Hey, dude, just reminding you, make sure you send me that picture in the tank top because you're homie of the week. And, of course, he forgot. And then he took one at home in his bathroom. Yeah. Weird. Oh, cool, dude. Also, I really like my favorite part about that is the Peaky Blinders hairstyle. Yeah, dude, he rocks that. That's yeah, his look. Yeah, like little, like, what do they call it? Like the hats. Yeah, like, like the, the Raiders in it. Hat. Uh, no, it's called, like, uh, I think it's called a pork pie hat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you just have one of those and just put, like, on, like, a decent suit, that's your man. Like, he's taking you to, like, Irish bars and you guys are drinking. At, at Leo Youngs, at Leo Youngs on Instagram, give him a follow. And you should put. Just wanted to throw this out there. He's also my guest next week, so something to look forward to. He's a great dude, great friend of mine. I have nothing but good things to say about him. Uh, he's a motivator in many ways, and he also loves to have a good time at the. And he's got a good balance uh, with his life. So, uh, looking forward to having him on next week for episode two officially. And uh, can't wait to see how that goes because it's going to be a funny one. I'll tell you that much. Um, but yeah, so Luke, what's up, man? How you been? How have things been? I know, I know. Me and you, me and you have been on since living up here in Western North Carolina. For me, me and you have been on a lot of uh, something. I was thinking about earlier is, damn, we've gone on like a lot of fucking pretty big hikes together. Yeah. Um, you're somebody that enjoys being outside just as much as I do. Um, you know, I, I know that you appreciate the outdoors. I know that uh, if I see something cool or the sky looks fucking cool, you're one of my friends that I can send you a picture and be like, bro, check this shit out. And you're not going to be like, dude, why do I care about that? Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, because speaking on that, like guys like us, I mean, really anybody who's born, like who was like a kind of a kid in the 90s, how old are you? Uh, 33, 89. Oh, I'm dead. Sorry, dude. I'm um, still nine. Anyway, I'm still nine. <laughs> Anyways, well, what anyway, I was going to say, anyway, what I was going to say was, so, I mean, people forget that when we were growing up as kids, you know, like, all we had, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have fucking TV, I mean, we had, like, video games, but the same, I mean, it's just Nintendo, but for the most part, all we did was go outside, and I talk about this all the time to people, and... You know, you never really figured out where your friends were because you would make plans during lunch. And then after school, you get off the bus. Like, okay, well, we're going to hang out at Timmy's house. Mm -hmm. And the only way you would know where your friends are is if you're driving around town and found, like, all their bikes hanging out outside. That's, I mean, that's how you knew where our Yeah, I mean, were. that was the classic thing to do. And it, it's weird that I feel like I'm about to have a son when he is the age I was in high school or middle school or something, he's going to be like, I, I hope that I can raise him in a way where 
I don't know, maybe hopefully that vibe comes back because for some reason it's not a thing. I see, actually, I see three, me and Laura see these kids all the time. They ride down the main little strip here in Hickory, Highway 127, in their on their cool little bikes that look like a mix between like a mountain bike and a BMS bike. And we always say, look at those damn punks. Look at those fucking punks. Yeah, and that's what we did. But in my brain, I'm thinking, those are the only kids that I actually have ever seen in this town that are doing what I used to do with my friends and just literally just messing around all the time. Just go to the woods and just fuck around. So in my mind, even though I'm saying those punks, I've thought, damn, man, that looks like so much fun. Like I want to do that with my friends, like right now, still, All right? Because why? Why not? Like why? Why shouldn't we? Why do we have to get away from that? It's still a good time. Still, you don't have to sit inside. You you know, just because right. that's a certain way that you were, you know, brought up nowadays. I mean, it's like I hope that for my son, I can raise him to where it's like, dude, we're gonna being outside is where you're happiest. That's how I feel. Right. Because I mean, to me, I mean, going back to going on hikes, so like. You and I see it as a reset, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I spend, oh God, I'm like, like 50, 60 hours a week. I mean, that's probably exaggerating, but I mean, most of my week is just work. And then I go to work, go home, make dinner, go to sleep, do it again, yada, yada, yada. It's just like constant. I mean, it's, it's almost like a fucking groundhog day. You know what I mean? So the thing about nature, which is also scientifically proven, it's almost it's a literal reset to your brain and especially with people with anxiety um it just just going out being outside just being in silence being away from you know instagram from all this other bullshit i mean you're just kind of centered and it just makes it just makes sense to me which is i mean it's kind of a short way of saying it but anybody who's ever been outside for a long period of time like camping they'll be like oh i get it you know i i I totally resonate with everything, but I will say that at times the um, the Instagram part of my brain is like, dude, I got to post this. It's so yeah. fucking sick. I know, right? And at the time I might be, I don't know, I might have taken like a little bit of, you know, mushrooms or something. And you know, who knows? Who knows what it is? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. But I, I try to look at that though as if um, in the moment I think about it, like I'm sharing what what's going on even if we're right down the road at south mountain state park which is a fucking sick spot by the way right um i never even heard of that state park until i started yeah. coming up to hickory and since i've been there it's one of the best state parks in the state of north carolina yeah, no it really is and if you've never been if you've never been if you live in charlotte north carolina if you live anywhere in Asheville, north carolina raleigh it doesn't matter it's really not that far from raleigh that is a insane yeah it's an insane state park it's part of the lower portion of the like the lowest elevation part of the Pisgah National Forest and it is abs- I'm right there right I think it is I uh, just check uh, I had to check No I, okay so if you're in Morganton right it's yeah so on south the other side of south mountain Yeah on the other side of south mountain that's the lowest part of the Pisgah correct Yeah no yeah. you're right so yeah I'm right okay Yeah you're right I just I don't know why I hesitated but what you were talking about earlier about you know being outside and all that it brought up a a quote that I was thinking about. It's a John Muir quote. And it's one that people, everybody knows the mountains are calling out. I must go. Like, <laughs> you know, we see that 
We <laughs> so live, man. We see that on everybody's fucking everybody's back fucking window. Jeep yeah, Jeep Wrangler mountains are calling. Yeah. Must go. Hashtag Asheville, and they probably have the Blue Ridge Parkway, um, you know, license plate and all that type of stuff. But it brought up a quote that I heard a long time ago. I had to look it up real fast. And it is, I only went for a walk and finally concluded to stay out till sundown. For going out, I found, was really going in. Wow. What a cool fucking what a That's cool pretty quote. cool. I mean, not to be cheesy. Seriously. That's, no, that's, I mean, like, that's really what it is, man. Because people forget, like, that's, I mean, I'm very, I'm very big into, like, I mean, fuck all the Instagram and the social media and the internet. I mean, if you go back to your roots, it's, it really is just, your whole perception is just generations of just experience. So like you're, it's your mom, it's your dad, it's your grandparents. And you're just, you're a part, you're, you have all that inside of you. And to think about our ancestors and how they used to live, just like when I go out to the woods, especially being a North Carolina native, and just thinking about, because, you know, like moonshine, you know, there's barbecue and there's, because we were talking about earlier when we were making burgers, um, we we're talking about how North Carolina is just the state and just people are like, oh yeah, North Carolina this, North Carolina that. Yeah. You were like, just, I didn't know this. Denzel Washington has a house on Lake Hickory yeah. because his wife is from Newton, North Carolina. Yeah, shout out to Denzel Washington, yeah. by the way. Jeez, dude. He's next on our... I can't wait to... Yeah, he's he, actually he's the next what? guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, homie of the week. That's actually <laughs> homie of the week. Denzel's wife. <laughs> and then Denzel Washington shows up. Yeah, but... Yeah, but it's it's crazy because, I mean, I've been... I mean, I don't want to say I've been around the world, but like I've... I mean, you and I both, like we've travel we've done this and this and that yeah, but i mean honestly dude i kind of uh it's not something that you actually you don't you don't like flaunt it but you'll tell a, a random story here and there and i'll be like wait a second dude i completely forgot about that shit what the fuck <laughs> yeah. and like you know you live correct me if i'm wrong you you lived in hawaii for a while yeah i did um and then after that you're well you're from this area western north carolina originally right? so you were born here uh, yeah, so I was born, I was born, I wouldn't say raised, because people say born and raised, but I was born in Hendersonville, North Carolina, which is about 15 minutes outside of Asheville. Beautiful place. Yeah, uh, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And you're really out there if you're there. Well, it's funny you mention that because I remember texting you when my mom and dad got their Airbnb uh, up there, Yeah. and, and they like, didn't realize shit. what they were in for. Yeah. So they ended up having, they got stuck. On their way up to it, and you know, actually, it wasn't Airbnb. It was a Verbo. Shout out Verbo. Um, if you didn't know, Verbo had sponsor. <laughs> no, Verbo. Verbo does have. I didn't know this though. They are the only one that offers the entire home when you search. Oh, so shit. if you want that peace and privacy, and not even worrying about having somebody's couch or their extra room inside their house where you have to say what's up to them, or you know, all that weird stuff, or their dog fucking nips at your ankles or something. Um, anyways. They go up to Hendersonville, and then I was texting you about it, and my brother and sister actually came up um, as well to that same spot, which was pretty cool. Um, actually, wait. No, Emma was not there, but my brother and his girlfriend came up. And it was beautiful, man. I mean, it's quiet out there. You're outside of Asheville, but it, you yeah. know, beautiful. I mean, you're, like I said, you're really out there, and if you know me, I try to get out there as much as possible, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hendersonville to me is like a very quiet, um, especially 
compared to Asheville, which is just its sister city for the most part. It's just so quiet and just, and it's got like a cool like half and half. So like half of it is like a retired community and the other half is like kind of kids like, or like people like our age, like Mm -hmm. 20s, 28, late 20s, who are just trying to like make the best of what they got and just have businesses. And like there's coffee shops, there's bakeries, there's antique shops, but then there's also like, real estate there's also just like all kinds of great stuff dude often often i hear about this brings back brings you back to the north carolina thing as a, as a whole often i hear about so-and-so complaining about when they in the acting world so-and-so that used to live in la uh i know a late a couple a lady and another guy that are working actors but they live in charlotte now and they say oh my life here is so much better it's cheaper to live we have a great house we have a place right outside of charlotte even that's like you know, they have a, a yard and stuff, whereas they just bash L.A. and they bash California because of, you know, I mean, it is, I will say in my experience, it's cleaner out there. It is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And I do love that a lot of the areas you go to, you can get on longboard and cruise as far as you want to along the beach. But cost of living and all that stuff comes into, yeah. you know, comes into, and, and then North Carolina, it's like, whoa, wait a second. You know, I like as an actor, you can still do stuff and live on the East Coast. It's all about just, it's all up to you. And it's all about how you market yourself, whatever it may be when it comes down to that. But a lot of people are just like, you know, North Carolina is kind of a cool spot. Well, yeah. I mean, like if you think about, I mean, for example, uh, last night I watched uh, the first Hunger Games. That was entirely North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, like Burnsville. They shot in Burnsville. Um, District 13 is, what is that? Where is that? It's out in, um, it's like, dude, it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere somewhere. Yeah, but it's nowhere. it's not far. But it's just like, I mean, that was all Hunger Games completely shot in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what else is there? There's the three billboards outside of, um, oh God, what was his name? They took it to Silva, North Carolina, because I was uh, a buddy of mine went to Western, and they turned Silva downtown into like a completely different town. Like they had painted billboards for a movie or a show. Yeah, and it was it was Woody Harrelson. It was three billboards outside of God Almighty. I'm gonna have to look it up. Jamie, look at that. <laughs> Jamie, look it up. Yeah, it was NDA, NDA, NDA. <laughs> three billboards outside Ebbing. Yeah, Missouri. So that was all. Shot. That was new. new that was kind of new, right? Uh, I mean, it was probably like five years or something like that, give or take. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, outside of that, just in general, having the having the ocean and the beach, sorry, the ocean and the mountains, <laughs> so close when you really think about it compared to California as a state, you know, the size of the state. And, you know, the ability, if you're the type of person that is go, go, go like me, um, you know, if you want to pick up and drive, I used to live in Wilmington and the, the closest state park that had elevation, that was my place that I thought was really cool. And it reminds me of South mountain, mm. a couple waterfalls, decent hike that will kind of break you off when you get to the top hanging rock state park. Oh yeah. Which is one that we need to go to together. Yeah. For real. Um, one time I went there with my a friend, my friend, Jimmy, uh, he'll be on at some point. Uh, as well on the podcast and um, me and him went um, 
we got to the top. It was, it was an eerie, like crazy foggy day. Like one of those days where every step you took, you, you could see your hand in front of you, but it was so foggy. I'm not kidding you, dude. Like we were in the clouds. It was just a foggy day. We get out there. We actually get to the, the hanging rock, you know, and you go out there and you can go all the way to the edge if you're ballsy enough. And I was out there, of course, and get to the edge. And I just had this weird feeling and I turn around and I'm like, what's that? And there was this random girl taking a picture of me. She was like, oh, the tall like, man. Just like, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, Can you, can you turn around and do what you were doing again, please? And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And so I, I swear to God. So I turn around, I turn around and I, you know, I, um, she took a picture of me, I guess. Right. And, uh, she ended up being, she's an, she was an art student that was going to NC state and from Raleigh to hanging rock state park is like an hour and a half, maybe. And, um, she, she was like super cool. She was like, yeah. Um, what's your Instagram? Like, can I send it to you? Blah, blah, blah. When I edit it. And dude, it's like I I don't like to like brag, but it's one of the coolest pictures. Oh, okay, you're dude, it's a right. sick you're picture. <laughs> it's a really sick picture. Like, just take a look. A shout out to the art. Her name is Monica. Probably. Her name is Monica Galetto, I think. What's her name? You think she's Italian? It was for sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> her dad runs a gelato shop. In Italy. <laughs> Monica Gelato's Gelato. She, she somehow <laughs> listens to this. She's like, I also sell shaving. But anyway, so that was the picture. It's nuts because, I mean, that is how fun. I will admit that's pretty cool. That's how foggy it was out there because usually you can see like four or five different cities out there in the background. It was that foggy that you could not see. Like it felt as if if you took a step off that edge there where I'm standing. That you would just know that you would just like bounce off the cliff, oh, like because you couldn't see. You know what that reminds me of? It was, uh, profile trail. It was yes, dude. Yeah, that was dude, one of the, the same thing. That was one of the most strenuous hikes that I've done. In really? Probably, I don't know. Probably at least like five what years. Is it, seven miles. Seven miles, and it took us. We were booking it, dude. And I put way too much weight in my pack. You <laughs> did have a lot of shit. I did. I brought. I always bring more than I should. You were like, you had like a fucking. I don't remember satchel. I mean, how about that guy when we get to the top? Hey, did you guys? I just um, I'm here from Atlanta, but I'm just like hiking random places by myself. We gotta, we gotta and, start in the beginning. Okay, yeah. yeah All right. Sorry. So, what happened was we got to the top, and there was this two guys, and we're like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And you're just hanging out, cracked a beer. Yeah, cracked a beer open, kind of like a celebratory thing. And then he starts talking about just I don't even honestly know how we got on the subject. No clue. And. Regardless, long story short, he's like, yeah, did you guys know that fucking coronavirus, why it's six feet apart? Because the satellites could make out your face better. And we're like, dude, stop talking. And then what else, what's the other crazy shit he said? Birds aren't real. He was like, oh, yeah, birds. He went he went off on that birds are the reason we have to be six feet apart. No, no, no. It was, oh, shit. No, because the reason why you don't see any birds are he had to change the batteries in the birds. Dude. Or something. I was like, like I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I had smoked a little bit at that point, And we're like, yeah, we're just like, I'm just trying to relax. We, we just got to the top. It's freaking the. And it was, just hits us, it was, dude. It was there was still snow on the ground. Let's not let's not let go of the fact that it was like twenty seven degrees that morning. Yeah, it was too. miserable. It was kind of wild. We came across that one weird <laughs> amper top that was hanging upside down. Oh my gosh, that was fun. I forget about that. 
Like, yeah, what was that dude. for? I don't know. Well, because, like, it was... No, it was one of those things you put on top of your car. It was, like, a cargo thing. It, oh, yeah, it was a cargo yeah, thing. Yeah, but it was, like, hitched on the side of a rock. And I don't know. So weird. You know, just another adventure. I mean, honestly, that's why, like, you know, I've had, I've had, uh, you know, friends of mine and people that I've known in life that I know enjoy being outside somewhere at least as much as I do. But, um, you know, I feel like, I feel pretty grateful for, uh, for my friendship with you because of the fact that if, if I want to get outside and say, Hey dude, let's go for a hike. Like you're down. Which yeah. is cool. Um, cause I, I don't really, I've, I've been in, I've been in situations before. Um, maybe you have two where you, you know, your friend group at the time, they, they were into other shit, you know, I don't know, mm. into drinking all the time or they were into, yeah. they'd rather go do this. They don't want to go for a hike. They don't understand their idea of going for a hike is like, that sounds miserable. Yeah. You know, they don't understand where, what we get out of that, like mental, yeah, mentally, mental it's, clarity, you know, mental, it's, almost... it's, it's part of like, honestly, it's, it's for me and it's probably the same for you. It's, it's legit therapy for me. No, it is. And like, like I said earlier, um, like science proves that it's just, it's so clarifying for your mind. And I'll, like, I almost find myself, like, if you, for example, say, like, give up coffee for, like, a week, and you just get, like, that itch, like, that urge, like, that, uh, the craving, you know, almost, it's the same way, like, when, say, like, I've been working for, like, a month straight, and I've just been, like, in my house or whatever, and I've not been outside or in the woods, and I just, I have this craving, which is really crazy to think about, but, like, I don't know if anybody else is going to know, but if you play like a game like Red Dead this is completely off topic but it's just like thinking about just how different it was like back then where you're just exploring adventuring you're just camping out and like that was your whole life right yeah and just to think about just the idea of just being out under the stars just like naked like the stars are just like <laughs> you just, know what I mean hold just, on just bro, wait, 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 wait 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 rewind just being out, just under the stars, naked, naked, dude. Can you fucking imagine, bro? Can you fucking imagine? Can you just bro? feel that? You know what I mean? But yeah, you just no, I do, I do. I mean, it's just like a raw. Oh my, it's just like a, I don't know. It's just like a fucking raw thing, yeah. man. And it's just cool to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure someone it's out there cool. listening to this fucking bullshit you can't understand. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what I'm. I my main thing is. My main thing is one of the things that I want to like kind of talk about is um, something that something that w you or I or anyone that comes on this podcast, like one one thing that you can think of, you know, even if it takes you a second to think about it, that you're doing for yourself to better your mental or physical health, you know, and and that's crazy. Like one thing. Some people don't even think about that type of stuff on yeah. a daily basis. I, I mean, you know, some people we're so busy. We yeah. you, know, you, you wake up in the morning, you do your normal routine if you have it's one. Like you go, yeah, you go to work, you do your thing, you come home, maybe you go to the gym right after work, maybe you go to the gym in the morning, whatever it may be. And routine, trust me, is necessary. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, fun maybe. Some of us, and I've been there many times in my life, and there's there was a years and years stretch of a time as an adult where I had no focus or no desire to put the effort into making sure that I'm thinking about is 
where am I at mentally? Am I healthy mentally? Yeah. Am I am I being am I being cocky as fuck and an asshole all the time? Or am I thinking a little bit more about what my purpose is and what I can do to help others or be, you know, just increase someone else's happiness or make their day a little bit better or whatever it might be. So I say all of that to ask you, do you have anything that you have been working on that you, that you can think of or something or just anything that maybe uh, has been on your mind a little bit more that you want to work on? I think, I mean, for me, because, I mean, like, I'm a thinker. Like, for the most part, I just spend my days just constantly thinking about shit. But if I were to, like, take time to think, it'd probably just be, I don't know. Like, I, I think about my future a lot. Like, just kind of planning things as I go and just deciding, like, okay, like, what, what have I done now that'll represent the past or the future you know what i mean yeah yeah. just something that'll like what am i doing now that's going to benefit me in the future just how i'm the hard work that i'm doing now how is it going to pay off and how am i going to like navigate these like challenges now that i have as an adult whereas a you know teenager i didn't give a fuck about anything but now i used to be a shithead kid like i was a skate rat back in the day and like this i mean working at a brewery like being you know in charge of I mean, I won't say charge, but like having these responsibilities now, I mean, it's, it's kind of a game changer for me, like, and just balancing these responsibilities and every day, I guess for the most, to answer your question is how can I, which is, I guess for the most part goes back to why we're here in the first place, tank top, you know, whatever day it is today, Friday, it's Friday, <laughs> it's a Friday, but yeah, so tank top, I mean, it's just like, I mean, from your first episode, you guys are talking about forgiveness and just like kind of how, what it means to be tanked up Fridays. And to, to be clear that that first episode, those of you that didn't hear that one, um, we just decided to go a different route with it. And if you did hear that one and you enjoyed it, that's cool. Um, and Ray will be back on as well. Um, but we decided to kind of take a different uh, direction with the podcast as a, as a, as a whole. But as part of that, um, in that initial, I will call it the beta first episode. Um, yeah, we got into forgiveness, like you were saying. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, so it's just like, how can I be better? Pretty much the whole concept of this thing is like, how can I be better than I was yesterday? And it's just like, I mean, that's just like an everyday thing. So every day is just a, when I wake up, it's just, how can I better myself? And you, how can you, I? Do you? Do you legit think that? No, every day. Most mornings? Yeah. I mean, every morning for the most part, I mean, it's just like I wake up and I think about how far I've come. I mean, granted, it's just like some days are different, some days are not. But of course, I, for the most part, will think, okay, I've come this far and I've done so many things, you know, which is kind of like, I mean, it's all another story. But I mean, to come this far from where my background and to be where I am now and to make the most of what I have now, which a lot of people take for granted because, you know, we live in a world. I mean, it sounds like it's just, when it comes down to it, it's all about perspective. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's it's all about life is perspective. I mean, I, 
I have recently, I don't, I don't really know what clicked, but in the past couple of months, uh, creatively, individually, uh, just I, I've had this weird like shift, and every morning, I can't tell you since when, but every morning I wake up and I tell myself. I also have been going to the gym every morning by 7 a.m., five days a week, Monday through Friday, and also usually on Sunday, maybe take Saturday off or maybe go for a ride Saturday or whatever. But I've been grinding hard as fuck. And that routine, that now that I'm back in a routine that I used to have when I was in the Marine Corps and all that type of stuff, it feels way more natural to me than getting fucked up and going out seven days a week and in my life when I first got out of the Marine Corps and was probably definitely trying to dampen a lot of mental issues uh, by by just replacing it with fucking dopamine and going out and getting drunk and, you know, hanging out with girls and doing all this other stuff, like hanging out with the boys 24-7, where people will probably look at us and be like, who are these guys? What are they doing? I mean, we're out there, we were out there living our best life, having a great time, don't get me wrong, but... You know, yeah, that catches like to, to what end you know? exactly to what end to what, what I'm saying is to what end, because yeah. you can continue to do that for the rest of your life if you'd like to. And good on you, man. If you want to do that and your body can sustain that. Yeah, that's what's up. Good luck, man. Good luck. But <laughs> I know that lately I've been feeling and of course, there's a lot of other things that come into play with this, you know, to be completely honest. And the fact of becoming a father, the fact that I'm having a child Let's talk about that. Um, Let's talk about that. So I'm so with that though, before yeah. I get, before I go there, uh, that definitely has something to do with it. I'm sure, but doesn't matter. You can you can choose to not still not give a fuck about anything else, yeah. or you can choose to be like, I mean, it's just I'm gonna have a son. I care about him. I care about myself. I care about being able to do X, Y, or Z as I grow older and as he gets older. I don't want to be that dad that is winded when my son wants me to go fucking run laps with him or something or ride mountain bikes or whitewater kite i don't know like whatever it might be i want to be the dude that is with him all the time doing that still because i know that i'm going to want to do that so that being said i mean i'm 33 is it is it too late absolutely not am i in bad shape no but i've seen many people that go down this path where they're like and this is something that i heard a long time ago and I'll get into the, the fatherhood thing yeah. in a minute. Um, you know, some people get to a certain a certain point, and I'll I didn't say this. Um, Laird Laird Hamilton, big wave surfer. Right. He says oh, yeah. this yeah. was this was a pod this was a podcast I listened to about it was in I think 2019. Anyways, this guy's a badass. If you don't know him, look him up. He's a freak. Might as well throw some of his stuff on right now. Oh yeah. Um, some gnarly stuff. Um, anyways, he said, you know, a lot, a lot of folks, they get to 30 and they hang it up, but they get to 40 and they say, okay, well, I'm at 40. I can, I, I should just chill and relax. And you know, there's no, you, you know, I'm, I'm too old for that. 50. I'm too old for that. 60. I'm too old. 70. I'm too, I'm way too old for that. Why would I, you know, I'm just an old man. I can't even, you know, I can't even make it across the house without being winded. 30 years old, if you're the type of person, you're a dad, whatever, and you get to that point where you think, oh, it's time to hang it up. I mean, what are you doing? You're 
you're you're literally living to die at that point. Yeah. Every day should be a challenge to you in some way is what I think now. I, I definitely I've always thought that. I kind of lost sight of it. It went to the back of my brain for a while. But it's it's come back in like a freaking crazy form recently. And old friends of mine know that I was I was like this years ago. And um it's been like an awakening in a sense, I guess, uh, for me personally, where it's like, dude, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm capable of this. I know that I'm capable of this. I'm capable of being in shape. I'm capable of being as healthy as possible. I'm capable of still being a fucking great person to be around and a great friend and a great husband and a great father and a great son and all that other stuff. And it's like, Let's fucking get it. Like, let's yeah, go. Because that's why. why I mean, really, that's why, why where I'm sitting here yeah. fucking. That's why we're doing Tank Top Friday. That's why I want to do this. That's why I think it actually can and will be something that is helpful to others, even if it's somebody that I don't even know. I hope. Yeah. That's my 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 dream is that one person messages me on Instagram and says, "Dude, your podcast spoke to me and resonated with me so much. Like, thank you for thank you for doing that. And like, I can't wait till they hear next week's like." I'm gonna fucking lose it, cool, man. And it could just be some random guy. It doesn't have to be anybody special. I'm gonna lose it if that happens. But like, I mean, like even talking about that, you know, it's just like, well, I mean, that's a whole other subject. But like, just having like a platform, you know, just like having people on. Yeah, everybody's got a voice. You know, we hear that all the like, time. It's cliche, but it's like, yeah, but it's true. If you really want to, you can use it. I mean, if you have the time, I feel, I feel like right now in my life, I do have the time as well. So why, instead of being, I could easily sit on my ass and just play video games and do nothing and just like, like, you know, whatever. You could also be doing it. But I also could do something productive, use my creative part of me. Right. Continue to audition and continue to hopefully book things this year as far as the acting and voiceover world is concerned. But, but like continue to do my MBA, which I'm also doing, but also sit here and, and use my creative part of my brain and say, let's make something that is meaningful to others that when they listen to it on Friday morning, they're like, all right, hell yeah, Yeah, let's fucking go. Cause like I said, it's just like being able to have all these different perspectives. Like I said, where like life is all about perspective and like, you don't really know. It all goes back to that old saying, you know, live a life in another person's shoes. Like, you don't, that's why I mean, going back to Anthony Bourdain, how he would always, he's one of like my biggest heroes, how he would travel the world and just talk about, just how everybody in these countries and you just share ideas and thoughts and just living um, all over like a cooked meal, just sharing ideas. And it just goes back to, you know, their perspective of how the world works in their eyes. One of my favorite quotes of his is that, you know, your body's not a temple. It's an amusement park. Yeah, man. And it's just enjoy the ride, man. Enjoy that man. ride, man. And like, there's no reason to be so fucking serious all the time. No, life is man. Never. Serious, dude. I know people. I'm sure you do too. Are just yeah. like, dude, why are you so serious all the time? Oh, why like, can you not take a joke? Or even if the joke is bad, like, what does it matter? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, some people are. Ha- it's just how they are, man. You can't control that. You can't, you know. No, you can't do anything. But at the same time, it's just like I'm. I'm thankful to know people who are in the same school of thought. You oh know yeah, I mean? I mean absolutely, hundred percent. Um, is there? I mean, speaking of thought and all that, um, is there anything 
uh, recently, uh, like, I guess you could say like pop culture wise that you've been into reading. So, oh, dude. Okay. So yeah. So you gave me that book. Uh, it was Michael Caine. Uh, what's that? What's it called? It's on acting. Yeah. On acting. On acting. Yeah. It was Michael Caine. And I've never in my life, cause like I knew what acting was and like I had an idea, but to see it from like a very like, like earth, like down to earth, it's just like the small things, you know what I mean? Because like one of my favorites is when he's talking about um, it's now, acting. Sorry, wait, not on acting, acting in film. That's what it is. The other one, acting on film, acting. And yeah. so he's talking about there's this whole chapter. He's talking about continuity, which is a simple. It's simple as fuck, but when he's talking about continuity, he's talking about okay. So say you have a character, and you're like a male in his fifties. You've lived in this town your whole life. And your scene is you're in this house. You live in this house all your life. And he and keep in mind, as that character, all you get is the breakdown of that character. Yeah. You might and get, you're on set that morning. You might get the details that he's 40 to 50 years old. Dad of two has lived here for this long, is the owner of blank, and um, you know does this. So that's all you have to go off of. Right. Mind you. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that He's okay. Yeah. So on top of that, he's like, I show up at six o'clock that morning and I'm on set and it's just this huge, like whatever. I mean, it's just like a house and there's like a fucking drawer. There's a desk. There's this, there's that, there's seats. And he's just talking about how you're supposed to be this man who's lived in this house for 50 years. And continuity suggests that when you, when they say action and you go to open the door, say you're going to go outside to check the mail and it's a pull, not push, but the audience will see you push that door, but it's a pull that's there. You're already breaking contact with everybody. And it's all about continuity It's about knowing your surroundings, knowing your character, knowing who you are, who your character plays. And I mean, you're the character. It's not about, it's just not playing the bullshit, being that guy. I have never been in a position like that myself <laughs> as far as acting is concerned. I hope that one day I can get there. Um, I think the most serious role that I did that I tried my hardest to get there was that detective I played in that short film. Oh, yeah. Um, which was a, a really good time with some great... What, great shout out, by the way. Yeah. Is it cool? Um, Ebba. Ebba, yeah, that's right. Kunstout's, uh Productions out of New York. Um, great group of guys and gals. We had a great time on set. It was it was awesome, man. Bunch of uh, I was one of the oldest ones on set. We're talking a bunch of folks that are almost a decade younger than me that are killing it. Dude, out of New York like, right now, they are killing it. Was it like a they're cranking? Minute. Yeah, they're cranking. It was about eleven, but still, I mean, they are cranking out short films in the the. They're using they're using the red camera. They're using these these camera systems and and audio systems that are just it, un, It's it's cranking out like unbelievable quality, and it, and they're they're gonna they're gonna make it big for sure. I have no doubt in my mind at all about that. Um, but yeah. That was probably the closest I ever got to that. I mean, but dude, as far as 
as far as that topic is concerned, like acting nowadays, like thinking about, I'm sitting here looking at this art of the Batman book that I've had for a while now. Don't even give me a story. And, and, and like, <laughs> talk about like recently for me, I'm not kidding, just because I'm a, yeah, I'm a Batman freak, but one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life, like my life of 33 years on this earth, one of the best movies I've ever seen. And, and I know there's like, I don't know if, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I've heard that in the new Flash movie, there's a new Batman that's going to show up that's going to carry this, um, this, um, James Gunn DC universe from here on out. And I don't know who it is. You're still supposed to tell me. Yeah. So the rumors say that, okay, so there's two, right? So there is Ben Affleck and not going to happen. No, yes, in that yeah, movie, correct. In the movie. Yeah. So they say, this is the rumor, by the way, they say the third one, <laughs> the third guy, George Clooney, is supposed to make a cameo because he was on set. They said he was on set talking to... I fucking... So they say, yeah, so George Clooney was on set. What's the guy's name? The fucking guy, uh, Flash, what's his name? Ezra. Yeah, Miller. Yeah, which is wait, wait, hold on a second. I thought you were going to tell me who is going to be the Batman in the James Gunn universe. Well, yeah, but that was a separate rumor. But now the new one. Okay, so this is the first rumor. So the first rumor is, is George that, Clooney. Uh, what's his name? Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Jensen. Some Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so by the way, if you don't know, uh, Under the Red Hood plays Red Hood. Yes. It's a voice of Red Hood. Yes. The, yeah. Yes. So Jensen Ackles, Supernatural, which I think would be an incredible- Younger Batman. Younger Batman. Would the James Gunn world. In the James Gunn world, yes. But, so the rumor is, because George Clooney was spotted on set with Ezra Miller for The Flash. And- That makes sense. Yeah, so you have- Batman and Robin, George Clooney. Yeah. Chris so O'Donnell. Yes. Classic. Yeah. And then it was either that or uh, Arnold Arnold as Mr. Freeze. See? Yeah, well, I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. I don't know what to say. No, no, I'm saying that was that movie. Yeah. I remember that movie. I remember when my mom got, when my mom and dad gave me for Christmas. Okay. The Batmobile for them. No way. It was fucking sick. Okay, so what is your earliest, like, conception of Batman? Like, your first, like, holy shit, like, Batman? Honestly, for me, as a kid watching the original Batman with Michael Keaton in, from 89. Yeah. Which was the year I was born. So the first Batman that I watched and I remember watching was the one with Val Kilmer. Yeah, dude. So he was actually the first Batman to me in my mind. And I thought with Batman uh, with Michael, I thought the Batman with Michael Keaton was whack. Yeah, because, too. Yeah, had, like, you know, <laughs> even though the CGI and everything, with Jack Nicholson, and, yeah, Joker. I mean, it was still it's still a classic, but at the same well, time, yeah, it's like wacky dude, as fuck. yeah, and it was kind of scary because it was Tim Burton, you know, like yeah, which is one people don't know that it's Tim Burton. I didn't like anything that. scary when I was younger, so when I watched that one, I watched the I saw the Penguin in that, and I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm scared yeah. of shit. I'm scared of stuff. Danny DeVito, yeah, <laughs> terrifying. <right? laughs> But uh, oh, yeah, it was, it was definitely the Val Kilmer Batman Returns stuff like that, and then moving on to George Clooney Batman. Val Kilmer, though, man, God Almighty, not something, bad, not something a, about Val Kilmer just like he had like not a bad movies. Batman at all. Who was the girl that played? Uh, she played uh, 
She she was a blonde headed curly girl. What a babe. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, she was like one of my biggest crushes back in the day. Yeah. I can't remember what her name was, but she played. Kind of looked like, kind of could be like a twin to old girl. That's the uh, the girl in Top Gun. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Oh same my god. Guy, yeah. Guy. It's the same girl. Yeah. Kim 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 Basinger. I don't know, but either way, I don't know. But yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, that was. Yeah, Val Kilmer, and then I guess what was after that? Um. I can't remember when the Dark Knight came out. Well, oh Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, you're right. God Almighty! Shout out to Michelle. <laughs> Next on she's probably like eighty. <laughs> she's like fucking ninety years old right now. Dude, have you seen the girl from Top Gun? She looks rough, dude. She is rough. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And how? It, yeah. Shout Why not to Scientology, bro? <laughs> I watched. I watched um, Mission Impossible two the other day again. Which is one of my favorite Mission Impossibles, and um, and Tom Cruise in that. Laura had never seen it. She's like, "Oh my god, his hair!" I'm like, "His hair looks awesome." What do you mean? It's all long and flowing. That opening scene where he's rock climbing, and he's like hanging from the cliff and whatever. Anyways, the Lip Biscuit version of Mission Impossible's theme song. Oh my god, dude! It's so good, dude. Anyway, they just don't make them like they used to. No, they, do, they just don't. They don't. Um, these Laird Hamilton videos we're watching right now, we're talking 80s quality videos. Oh, my God. And just our vintage AF, and they're gnarly. It looks like we're watching like VHS right now. It's sick. Yeah, it's sick. It's Look at that. Just taking these freaking barrels like it's nothing, dude. Just grinding. What do you think? He's like 20 years old, man. Yeah, absolutely. Jocks of the Pipeline Masters competitor. What? Some gnarly dudes. Look at them. I wish I grew up in Hawaii. That'd be so sick. I mean, you were there for a bit, right? Yeah. I was there for three months on a dragon fruit farm. On a dragon fruit farm? Yeah. What the hell brought you there? Uh, So, my buddy, well, he's basically my brother at this point. So, after high school, his parents basically raised me for the most part. And after high school, we were just like, you know what? Fuck college. Let's just travel for a bit. So there's this thing you can do. It's called woofing. And it's called, it's Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farm. So woof. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what it is, is um, it's like a work stay program. So... You, in exchange for your work, you had a place to stay, food to eat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was right out of high school, and we just did, I don't even know how we heard about it or how we did it, but we just did it. And next thing you know, we're in a plane to Hawaii, and we're staying in Maui, and we're just working on Dragon Fruit Farm. And honestly, it was the best time of my fucking life, because, so, the whole spiel was, okay, you get up at seven, we're in Maui. Um, I don't. Uh, it's called Lahaina in Maui, which is not far from. Well, honestly, I can tell you where it's at. But you get up at seven, and you work for five hours. And you're like you're on the dragon farm, and you're just kind of like. Honestly, you know, I couldn't even tell you right now what the fuck we did. We just we just messed around. Yeah, we're just on the farm. Yeah, we're just on the farm, just goofing off. But then after you work. You have all day to do it. And we had an old, shitty, beat-up Ford F-150 
um, like an old Ford Ranger, and we would just take it all over town and just drive it. We just go into downtown. We go to beaches and just explore Maui. And I don't know, dude. It was just it was just like a time of my life. It was just one of those things, you know, just like a spur of the moment type thing. I mean, I've done things like that, maybe not to that extent, but you know, I moved to Asheville for a summer just because I wanted to. That was kind of wild. I remember pulling that U-Haul up the fucking mountain, up, I think, 70 or 40. Right. And my old 1990 Jeep Wagoneer was spewing oil out the back onto the front, essentially, of the U-Haul while I'm, like, pedal to the floor trying to make it up the fucking mountain. It was crazy, dude. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I went to that extreme. My friend Jared was following behind me. He's like, dude, I don't think your Jeep's doing too good. And it was literally just spewing smoke, dude. And I, I could imagine people were probably like, what the hell is going on? And I'm sitting there knuckling the fucking steering wheel trying to get up this damn mountain to be like, okay, dude, yes, we'll get the oil leak fixed when we get there. And I did. And I kept that Jeep for a bit. And I do miss that Jeep, but man, what a money pit. Um, but yeah, I've done... I've done crazy shit too. I mean, I mean, from there you worked, right? You worked at, you worked in the vineyards at Biltmore. Yeah. I mean, that was like one of my, I mean, that's probably like the best show I ever had. One of the best shows I ever had. Why'd you leave? Uh, well, so the thing about it is just like, so Biltmore likes to do like seasonal jobs. So it was a period between, um, I can't remember when grapes were in season, but, it was early summer into late autumn, I think is what it was. And so we would get there. Our whole job was like. Grape tree in season, August to October. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So it was very, just basically. Yeah, it was very short. <laughs> that was it. Whatever you just said was it. But I mean, but man, that was such a cool job because like the Billmore House. It's just one of those like really cool spots to where they like take care of their employees. Like you have like, because before I'd go to work, it was like eight o'clock in the morning. Belmar went over to like ten uh, for tourists, so I would get a coffee from like the uh, it was like the stable cafe or whatever, and I would sit on the back terrace of the Belmar house, and it was because like they didn't open up tourists. Dude, that's I, yeah, and I was like, dude, I, like I thought it was like my house and i would just sit in the back terrace like in one of those rocking chairs and just sit there before i would go to work because the the vineyard was wasn't too far yeah um but yeah so i would just sit back to school drink coffee just like oh yeah yeah just like another saturday afternoon dude it was so cool man but people don't probably yeah i would not think about that being such a cool thing but i've only been there one time and i looked out over that terrace and i was thinking about like damn could you imagine actually living here yeah, and that is your view and, you and it's like, like a whole different it's literally a whole different world yeah, it dude. seems almost magical and it's like what's like been disneyland this is like an hour and a half away from my house this place is insane i mean it was, it's a super cool place um some people will say it's overrated and you know they, those people might have been forced to go there as kids or whatever it may be but you know, I'm sure it gets old, but it's still a cool place and it, it's unique in its own way. Which is another thing about it is like, I think, what was it, three people? Mm. It was like Vanderbilt. Yeah. Total of five people actually lived there. Yep. 
And they're like, let me mine their dog. Had, they had like fucking uh, like servants or whatever. Their entire yeah, that part kind of sketched me out. It's a little outdated, but um, <laughs> but like they they had their. It's almost like their sole purpose in life was to entertain guests. They had more rooms for guests than themselves. The cool thing about it, dude, when I was working there, um, it's like, hey, come up to Asheville, stay at our massive mansion, get lit for free, yeah, like right. eat like kings and queens. <laughs> And go hiking if you want, or walk around on our, uh, I don't know, how are they in a force of 300,000 acre million farm? (laughs) Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, in like, uh, when I was working there, this guy, he was like, yeah, we had this uh, Saudi Arabian prince that came to Asheville one day because, and he was like, so there's this huge, expensive hotel on Antler Hill Village, and he rented out the entire top floor. For him and his buddies and family or whatever. And um, he was like, um, he's talked to somebody. He was like, yeah, oh. So he finally like saw the fucking mansion. He was like, oh, like, this is him. Like, what? Which is crazy because man, that was his summer home. Man, yeah, summer yeah. home. Like it wasn't even his actual like house, which nobody ever talked about his other houses. But. For a Saudi Arabian prince, he was just like, oh, this is his house? <laughs> and it was basically just like, this is fucking stupid. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean like, if you think about it, like, they have palaces over there. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was just a shack to him, mm-hmm. which is crazy, dude. Yeah. I feel like I'm sitting in a shack right now. But Well, I mean, we're in a basement. It's not too far off. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I... There's so many unique things about, I mean, it kind of circles back to North Carolina as a whole. And, and, um, when I lived in Asheville, I worked at Catawba Brewing and brewing is just breweries in general outside of my acting career has been a, a big thing for me. Um, and I know that it's been part of your job for a lot of years as well. Um, it, it's just unique, I think, to be able to have that different perspective on things and think about. Um, where we have come from is, you know, for me, eight years in the Marine Corps, going to school for theater and acting, getting my degree through COVID and then deciding, let me go grab my MBA as well while I'm at it and still chase my acting dream. You know, I'm, I don't feel like I want to give up on that. That's for sure. I mean, so if, so from your culminated experience, is that the right word? Culminated, culminated, culmination, culmination. This culminated experience. <laughs> How do you? All right, fuck it. So, from then until now, where? What was it like? Eight months ago? It's nine months now. Well, you didn't even think of yourself as a father figure, and now you're like on the cusp of being a dad. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. like, from your experience to being like, hey, this adventure-ridden, like, just go 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 to where like being a father that's an entirely different perspective which goes back to our whole topic of life is all about perspective yeah so now it's just right. how does that change your whole i mean it's like you're you have to change your whole persona now i mean, not, uh, I mean yeah not entirely but trust me i've i've been i've been thinking about that for probably the last nine months and so how do you handle that is what i'm saying like how do you just like on a whim, because nine months isn't a long time. No, 
it's not. And you have to change. Dude, and honestly, we should not be recording this podcast right now. I should be at the <laughs> hospital still because our baby was due two days ago. So <laughs> yeah, we're, I know, we're right? sitting here like- He's stubborn, man. We're sitting, here, <laughs> we're sitting here recording this literally because there's no baby yet. And I mean, honestly, I, I found a perspective today I was thinking about out of nowhere um, that at least we don't have to worry about a scare. Because if it goes down, then all we have to do is go straight to the hospital. We know it's the real deal. So that's cool, I guess. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel, you know, I feel for Laura and I uh, I give her so much credit because she just wants that baby out of there. <laughs> at this point, you know, she, I mean, she's doing okay, but she's, and she, she probably could be way more miserable, but she's definitely, um, she's, she's doing what she can to try to get him yeah. to pop out. But, you know, at the same time, What's, you know, he's going to come when he's meant to come. And, you know, I've, I've kind of actually, that's been one of the biggest exercises personally for me. Um, I find at times, and I think I, I get this from being raised this way and, and I, uh, the, just being a Marine and all that type of stuff. Like I find at times that I want to have uh, at least some bit of control over things at times in my life yeah. um, and, or, or a plan or, um, you know, huge planner. I, I, at times when I try not to plan, I end up getting stressed because I didn't plan and I'm that type of guy. Which is but, funny you say that because every time I come over to your house, I see all these stupid fucking notes everywhere. Yeah. About like, it's just like step one. Yeah, like what's this one yeah, set, right? Here. Yeah, uh, it's a stupid step one. to do resubmit to some It's agency. so dumb. Oh, yeah, I can never do that. You know what, dude? Your to-do lists are dumb. Just it's so called dumb. Step two, take the fucking dog out to take a shit. Hey, dude, just, you know what that does? You know what that does for me that I've found? <laughs> I will, first of all, uh, after doing some research, if you make a to-do list on a notebook, like this notebook right here, right. like a college-ruled notebook piece of paper, you won't do shit on that to-do list because visibly, that's way too long for one day, 24 hours in a day. Okay. And you're probably awake for 12 or less of them. So that's too much. So what I found is, and after doing some research is, Sticky notes are sticky notes for a reason because if you can't fit on a sticky note what your to-do list is for that day, then that's, you know, you're doing too much. So what you should do is make a to-do list, whatever it may be for, on a sticky note because you're, you're more likely to be productive and get that done if you're that type of person. However, I understand what you're saying. I make a to-do list for things that I know are going to be mental, mentally work to me so that I still do them. So... Guess what I've done recently? I've taken go to the gym off my to-do list. Right. I used to put it on my to-do list because I literally had to look at it and say, go to the gym to myself. So to now, get but it. now it's habit. Well, it's back to habit now. Okay. It was always habit and it always has been, but there's definitely been lazy points in my life where it wasn't. But um, pick up the dog poop. <laughs> I don't want to pick up the dog poop. It's something that has to be done, though. Yeah. So I put it on the to-do list. And when I do it and then I mark it out, that, I'm not kidding you, it doesn't matter how simple the task may be, it does give you a sense of satisfaction personally. It does. You mark that out and say, I already did that. Let's fucking go. On to the next thing for the day. Especially if, and, and I'm talking even in, in, in a work environment. If you're in a work environment, and, you know, um, my brother just got a new job in Charlotte. Uh, a good position that he's happy about, I think, and really looking forward to. Um, and he sent me a picture of his new office, and I noticed he had a lot of sticky notes. And I was like, hmm. 
I didn't really know that about Clay, but good shit, because that's exactly how I am. So that was cool. Um, but but yeah, I um, I mean, back, circling back to the becoming a father thing, man, it has been, and this is something that I think has not, it's becoming a little bit more mainstream nowadays, and you see it more and more on Instagram and Twitter and uh, even Reddit and certain certain things where uh, men are starting to embrace the dad life more and be a little bit more outspoken about the idea of becoming a dad. And, 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 and yeah, we are going through nothing compared to our significant others that are yeah. actually having and birthing this baby and yeah. growing this baby. We're going through nothing, but <laughs> there still is a, there's something to be said about the fact that we still have to take care of ourselves because if if we go down a path or we get into a certain a certain mindset where it's like, well, I, I can't do anything anyways, and I'm I'm saying this because this is what I thought like at one point, I can't do anything right now anyways. So like, what does it matter what I'm doing? What does it matter? Like, I don't need to take care of myself or whatever. Like, you know, I can't do shit right now anyways because he's not here. Um, and I bet there's a lot of I I mean I would assume that it's probably a lot of uh folks that thought this way when they had when they were about to have their first kid but it's not something that men talk about we're, we're men we don't talk about shit man yeah. you know whatever and why do you think that i don't know man i i don't give a shit about it anymore i don't yeah. care i'll tell you straight up i'm still scared as hell i'm probably gonna pass out in the fucking <laughs> operating i'm not joking well, yeah, either. I mean, like, like that might sound dramatic but i might over, yeah. no that is not <laughs> that is not the route that i'm looking at it from <laughs> I'm looking at it more so as a a thing that's taking place that is meant to happen and it and it's there for a reason and making it the most I I want to make it the most wonderful um season of my life up to this point at the age of 33. And I and I think that I think there's something to be said about the fact that it's all, again, about perspective when it comes to that. Even if you weren't planning on having a kid, or maybe you were loosely planning on it, or maybe you were, maybe you thought you were, you know, you and your significant other were, hey, let's start trying to have a kid. And then when it actually happens, you realize, wait a second, oh my gosh, oh, it's real now. And then you realize it's real and you go through this short phase of denial because, I mean, let's be honest, you're, your partner's not showing and you're like, oh, dude, I keep forgetting that she's actually pregnant. And I've had friends that have told me the same things here. Um, and, and then and then she starts showing and you're like, oh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, now it's, yep. And then you reach this point where I found that it was like a, I don't know, it's just like other things that I've been through in my life where it's like, all right, well, only thing to do here is to do it only thing to do is to be the best that I can be in this situation and be the best father, be the best partner, be the best individual, be my best self or get there or start to get there or do things that are climbing up that ladder rather than down that impact everything around me in a positive way rather than, um, you know, being forceful or, or some type of negative thing involving that. So that being said, I'm, I'm, uh, Hopefully this baby comes like maybe it'll come in like an hour or something. I just heard a noise upstairs. I feel like 
is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, we're you know, nine months later, we're here talking in your basement. So it's all working out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're having a great time. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else are we gonna do at this point? You know what I mean? I um, I I hope that moving forward, we uh, we'll probably I would definitely have have you on again. I'm sure. And um, I mean, one of the things that one of the things that I really really want to end with most of the time with this podcast is I want to ask you. What is one goal for this upcoming week that is going to be a challenge to you, but you know that it is an attainable goal? What is it? Uh, um, God almighty. Uh, well, I think what is the one goal? I mean, I mean, for me, I think it'd be really cool to know, honestly, to be honest with you, you know how there's like a soup of the day yeah 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 yeah. so i'd really like to know from here on out the soup from now on (laughs) is getting kind of it's getting kind of ridiculous dude like why can't we just be like okay like why does it have to be different every fucking day you know what i'm saying (laughs) what if we just do hey from now on clam chowder and that just be like all right no one has to fucking, like, no one has to be like, hey, what's the soup of the day? It's fucking clam chowder every fucking day. But yeah, so that, there, that was the deeper meaning behind that. No. That's just it. <laughs> that's it, that's man. It. Um, yeah. Shit, dude. Yeah, so that's, if I if I were to take something out of that, it's definitely the, what's the soup of the day. Okay, well. There is none. It's clam chowder. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. What do you what do you um what do you think about what do you think about this? Oh, okay. It's one thing to study war and it's another to live the warrior's life. Okay, so the movie Troy, for example. This is a great example for that. So do you remember in the beginning of the movie, um when Well let me let me let me Okay. Let me first say that the person who said that right. was Helamon of Arcadia, mercenary of the fifth century BC. Where is that? That's Luke. the fifth century before Christ, Luke. Oh shit! Like we're talking a fuck ton. Of, <laughs> this guy was a fucking look, dude. This guy was a badass, dude. I just hit he the damn condenser because like I was freaking out so much. Okay, but listen to this. Okay, read that again. Mercenary. All right, one, Sorry, okay, hold, stop. All right. Take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it, is, it is one thing to study war and another to live the warrior's life. Okay, so as I was saying, the movie Troy, if you remember, the beginning, when the two wars, the two guys are like attacking, so it's Sparta and Troy. About to attack each other. And then it's like, you call on your best warrior, I call yep. on mine. Yeah. And then they call on that big motherfucker. Yeah. And then, and then, and then uh, what's his name from Sparta? Um, fucking Agamemnon. He calls on Achilles, right? And he's like, Achilles. And then he's not, he's nowhere to be found. So no, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, 
Achilles. And he, yeah, and he sends that boy. And he's like, go fetch him. So he finds Achilles. Yeah. And then, um, and the boy's like, okay, so he's the biggest man I've ever seen. I wouldn't fight him. And then what does he say? He's like, that's why you will never be remembered. And then, God, what a cool God. I knew, right? I forgot about that quote. Dude, it's, he literally wakes up and he's got this. He's got next, two, dude, he's got two girls, girls in his fucking bed. And he goes, and that is why I'll never be remembered. Yeah. Because that was like, this whole dude. thing. But then after that, uh, when he finally shows up at the battlefield, um, this is still going on this quote, by the way. Um, and Agamemnon, when he finally shows up, he's like, finally, you show up. I mean, this is like, you know, non verbatim. And he's like, finally, you show up. And um, Achilles is like, can you imagine a king who fights his own battles? Because, for example, the guy in Ukraine, that he's fighting on the front line. Yeah. Like, can you imagine our president now fighting? Doing that. Doing doing the same thing. Yeah. Putting his life on the line yeah. for us. Absolutely would be fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. But it's the same concept. Because Agamemnon says to Achilles, or he's like, um, I should have you flogged. That's what it is. And he's like, yada, yada, yada. Can you imagine a king fighting his own battles? Because it's two separate schools of thought. It's the warrior who's giving his life for the guy who's basically sacrificing his men or just like, you know, it's just like, and yeah, in the name of something better for fame. And then where you have somebody who's like Agamemnon, who is just like, it's all for his, the greater good. What a great movie too. Yeah. God, great movie. I know. Right. Do you have any, do you have any, movies? which speaking of speaking about that, you know, that final scene when they're battling, um, it's the guy from it's the warrior for Troy. I uh, forget his name. I don't remember uh, his name, but it's like he, he played called, the Hulk at some. Uh, point. oh, oh gosh, that was the guy from yeah, the Hulk. Man, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron. no, 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 no. Um, Jesus Christ, what's his name? Eric Bana, right? Yeah, Eric Banning or Anna, something Banning. No, it's um. Oh my God, this is driving me nuts. But yeah, he plays. Hector. Eric Bana, I had it. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> fuck you. But it was, yeah, he plays Hector. Yes, Hector. And he was like the great warrior of yeah. Troy. And then you have, because he killed his cousin. Um, Speaking of Hector, Helen. Oh, what a oh my God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we can't talk about her. Yeah, but anyways. Um, but yeah, so he killed, uh, so he killed um, Achilles' cousin. Yep. Um, because he wore his armor yep, yep. and but like nobody knew it was yeah, him. Yeah, Garrett Hudson. Yeah, and he said he, he looked like you. He fought yeah. like you, and but he didn't know. Yeah. And then fucking Dakili shows up at his doorstep, at Troy's doorstep, yes. and Hector calling him out, dude. And then he comes out. So they, dude, that scene is so awesome. Yeah, music dude. starts cranking, and you're just like, oh, I know. And the crazy thing, they didn't use stun doubles. They, it was that. them. I didn't and, know that. And like they had a bet in the, so they had a bet for every blow they struck, you owed them fifty dollars. This is a real bet. So it was for every oh, blow. Oh God! And it was uh, the other guy, Hector, owed um, Brad Pitt, Pitt like five hundred dollars, and Brad Pitt owed him nothing. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's no, sick. I swear to you, that's a true dude, story. That's really cool. I did not. That's a real, that's a true story. So like, yeah. So, uh, Brad Pitt just basically whooped his ass on screen. <laughs> yeah, like for real, because like they traded actual blows, and they were like, yeah, for every like actual blow, 
you owe me 50 bucks. You know, and they, it was a I, know, was I, I assume that they were using swords that were like... Well, yeah. Swords. I mean, they weren't like actually fucking right, stabbing right, each other. Right, right. But it was like actual, any sort of blow. But Brad Pitt owed him nothing. And that's a true story. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, was it 500? So he hit him like... I don't, it was it was a large amount of money. Like, Damn. for how many times they hit each other yeah. and that whole battle scene. Yeah. Dude, that's a, such a good movie. That's oh, my like, God. I love it. Yeah. Um, recently, I think movie-wise for me, I don't know, dude. I haven't really seen a full movie that I was like, damn, that was good. Except for Top Gun, Maverick. Talk about The Prestige, dude. Uh, well, yeah, I just recently re-watched The Prestige. But I've seen that movie a number of times. I've seen a great movie with the, God, with, the with the younger Christian Bale, younger Hugh Jackman. What a tw- Michael Caine and and yes, back to yeah, yeah, Michael Caine and and he doesn't look any older than he does now, <laughs> which is weird. He looks the same. Yeah. He's like the same. And he just doesn't age. And that like movie too, that years came out in what two thousand and five, six, two thousand six. I he looks exactly like he looks in Batman Begins. Can you? Dude, no, I think it was 2003, I believe. Don't you fucking cool? Yeah, I mean, that movie was over or almost three decades ago. I think it's 2003, right? Decades? It's, we're in 2023. Oh, fuck. Two, two decades. Two decades. Yeah, not three. Um, Did you not look it up? No. Yeah, 2006, sorry. But dude, that's a long time ago. So Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, they were super young. That was like some of their first movies. When did the first Wolverine come? Uh, Like when he first played Wolverine. Do you remember that? Yeah. With uh, fucking, what's her name? She touches you and she like sucks your fucking life out. Um, uh, Oh gosh, Rogue. Yeah, man. And he's like fighting in that ring. Oh my God, what a great movie. I think the original came out in, well, he made his appearance in X-Men 2000. Oh, that was, that, 2000. that was 2000. Prisoners, or Prisoners as well, great movie, with um oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Dude, that whole thing yeah. with the UFC. Dude, I mean, oh, dude, yeah, that new movie, holy, oh my God, the new, it's the new Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the new, it's, oh my God. Yeah, dude. dude. Guys ripped, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really takes those those types of roles seriously. I was thinking about it earlier, man, about Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, he's such a different. Like, you can't really pinpoint him as an actor. No, like he's a very like. Yeah, dude. Did you know that when he played Mysterio in uh, Spider Man? Um, uh, no way home. Was it? No, no, it was far away from. Yeah. Uh, he that was his first role ever as an actor with CGI. Get out and be yeah, like a character. Like, being like a character like that he said that it was like kind of a crazy experience like he 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 didn't at first he was like kind of worried about it almost because he's never done anything like that he's a big theater guy too which is why i feel like yeah he's he's a really big theater guy and he um he's one of my favorite actors i would say top three for me is yeah no jake gillenwell i would i would say he's one of them Shoot, dude, this is actually yeah hard. Yeah, now. if you could choose, if I could choose three, three. living actors, let's go. Living. I say living. 
Top three with living me. actors. Okay. Um, fuck, this is hard. <laughs> really. I would probably have to go Jake Gyllenhaal, Matthew McConaughey. Right. And we're not talking. This is rom com Matthew McConaughey. Okay. We're talking fucking true well, detective what Matthew McConaughey. What was the movie you played with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Uh, it was Failure to Launch. You know that movie? <laughs> And uh, I was like, yeah. One with J- the one with J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Wedding, wedding planner? Yeah, man. Oh, God. Dude, have you seen, uh, have you seen Sur- Surfer? Uh, he plays like a stoner surfer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that I movie? forget the like, name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so That's stupid. a pretty funny movie, though. I mean, it's kind of he, he, um, he, he actually says in his book, Green Lights, that he is, like he went through that point in his acting career because he knew that he had to. He was like, I fell into that niche and I stayed in that niche because it worked for me. And I kept getting calls and those roles were something that I, you know, like I imagine, I hope at some point I get to that. And then you like level up, dude. You're like, oh shit. Now I have this ability to level up as 45, you know, age or experience or whatever yeah. as an actor and now i have this ability to level up and say i can play this shit now right i can play dallas buyers club dude that was crazy and then stuff like, like and that then, and then yeah and then he teams up with woody on uh fucking what's the show true detective yeah true detective and like one of my favorite shows the greatest shows on television mm-hmm. and it's wild because it's just like their chemistry on set is ridiculous, dude. Yeah, dude. And I just saw that um, today, actually, I signed up for it. Apparently, I think it's like a virtual live event that Matthew McConaughey is doing. But he's never done anything like this before. Oh, the green. It's, uh, uh, no, it's, it's, it's called it's called the Art of Living event. That's wild. Yeah, so artoflivingevent.com if you're interested in this. Go check it out. Um, basically, it's a free event, and it's charity-driven for folks that want to get like the premiere like you know be a premiere member for the event otherwise you just tune in and listen basically and it's him and like four or five other like really prestigious life coaches i think and therapists and it's all about um it's all about basically um the art of owning your future again since the last few years have been so fucking crazy in everybody's life i don't care who you are your life has been crazy at some point within the past three or four years because of covid and everything that we all went through and how we all process that situation in our lives. And yes, we have that. And some of us maybe black it out or some of us go, dang, I, I, I grinded during COVID or, you know, the, the whole opposite thing. Um, but basically it's about coming back to a place where you can be accountable and keep yourself accountable with other people. So like I said, I just came across it today. This is not an ad or anything like that, but I think it sounds like a pretty cool thing to add to this podcast and it's the art of living event.com and it's sometime in April, mid April, I think. And I'm going to be on it. I think it's going to be cool. Um, but again, just coming back to like him as an actor, what a cool dude, man. Okay. So go back to your top three. Cause you said Matthew Conway, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. And, uh, Oh man. Christian Bales? Mm. Uh, Man, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to go the whole other route here and say Jim Carrey. 
Jim Carrey. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. One of my favorite yeah. interviews with an actor is that interview that he has on, I think it's, is it not a Netflix documentary or it was? Look it up real quick. Jim Carrey acting documentary. I think it's on YouTube. Um, I forget what it's called, but dude, that documentary will, one, blow your mind. Two. Oh, oh shit. Where he plays the rest. Yes. He plays, uh, oh fuck. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the quotes. Me and Andy. Yes. Andy. That's yes. what it was. Yes. It's all about that. Okay. So that's the documentary. That's yeah. what it's called, correct? Uh, yeah. It's called Jim and Andy. Mm-hmm. And he plays as a comedian who, um, would do this weird thing. Uh, I can't remember his last name for love me, but he would do this thing where he would wrestle women like on live television and like people hated him for, for it. But like, it was this whole like stick, you know what I mean? Like he would just do it. But the crazy thing about that, which blew my fucking mind is like how deep he got into that character. Yes, dude. It's insane. Dude. No, but he'd literally be walking around like talking shit to people and joking yeah, to people. And pulling a wrestler. Pants because yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy had a, feud with the wrestler yeah and then he took on that he role fuck with him and he would fuck with yes. him in real life yeah real time yes but like the craziest thing about that that if no one's ever seen this document before it will blow your fucking mind is when andy's daughter came to visit jim in his yes i remember in his trailer, trailer. yeah yep. but it was he was playing andy yes her father yep and was she was asking Oh my god! Yeah, it was talking about glowing. It was so weird. Okay, wait. Let me finish. This is even crazy. Like for those of people who listen to this shit, you just have to watch it. It's called Jim and Andy. I think is the documentary. Yeah, it is. And it was, yes, it was Andy's daughter asking Jim, who was playing Andy off camera, in his trailer, basically playing her dad in front of her, and she was asking questions to Jim, playing Andy, like about their life. And he was answering it yes. as if it was Andy. Yeah. And then she came away with that as this is real. Yes. And that is, dude, right. I can't even comprehend Insane. Like just talking about it is fucking me up right Actually, now. Actually, I have one more to add. Okay. I have to add a fourth because it's just somebody that came to mind. He's Ledger. He's not living. Well, I said living. Oh, oh shit. But he's Ledger, yes. <laughs> um, I really, really love er, somebody that I resonate with as an actor for me. Uh, is John Bernthal. Oh shit. Dude's a beast. Oh my god, yeah. dude. Big Great guy. Actor. Great actor. There's a there's a scene from um from, it was actually in season three of the Daredevil show on Netflix. And when he comes in as the Punisher, it's like the first oh. second episode that he is in Daredevil. Yeah, dude. And you're like, oh shit, the Punisher's here and it's fucking John Bernthal. Holy shit. And he there's a scene where they just beat the shit out of each other in a in a cemetery. And they're both sitting there tired as all hell sitting down leaned up against these um you know against these headstones yeah. and 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 they're sitting there like fuck like <laughs> and and John Bernthal goes and it's a it's a it's a monologue that I did for um for a senior seminar at UNCW for a, for the theater and acting program uh, you had to pick a monologue but you could pick whatever you wanted so I picked and it needed to be a monologue that wasn't recognizable really right nobody's gonna remember this so I did it, and afterwards, multiple professors and other students like that were with me in the theater program were like, "Did you write that?" And I was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> like it fucking seemed like you did, because he sits there and he goes, 
You know Red, and he saw you know he calls Derek. I calls him Red. Calls him Red. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> you know Red. You and I are, you know, we're like, we're you know we're, not, we're really not that that different. You know, we both want the same. Yeah, thing. no, they pretty much are the same yeah. character. And and he starts going into this thing. He says, he says one batch, two batch, penny and dime. Oh shit! And, and that's, that's the name of that episode as well. Oh that's the name God. of that episode. If you want to look it up, look it up. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. And 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 Daredevil's sitting there and he's fucking gassed. He's just like, what the fuck is this guy saying? He's sitting. And John Bernthal's sitting there going, you know, that was her favorite book. And he's talking about a his book daughter. His daughter. Yeah loved that he read her all the time and then he starts getting into this monologue about you know you think you're going to be scared going over to fight overseas you know because he was a marine right Punisher. yeah he was and and he's like you know that's not the part that scares you the part that scares you is coming back the part when you're on the plane trying to act well no 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 like when you're on the plane on the way back you just feel like god might fucking rip that plane out from the sky because like how the hell did you make it out of where you were and that resonated with me so much that monologue that's why i picked oh, that yeah. monologue and that's why everyone was like did you write that yeah, i've like, lived in it and write it but i like it, it just resonated with me so easily that i went into it and i hope to god i can play a role like that one day where i could be you know yeah where anything as a i mean i was featured extra on a SEAL Team 6 show. I wasn't a SEAL. Like, I can't really resonate with that. Right. I wasn't an operator, but I definitely did my own stuff. I hope that I can do that one day, dude, because that would be, dude, it'd be so fun, and it would also be just so authentic. Yeah. You know? Plus, it's only a matter of time. I mean, yeah, it's a it's process. Like, it's a long game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a long game. It's a long game. <laughs> yeah, like, the was talking about that Punisher set. One of my favorite scenes from that show is when um frank castle is like he's in court and then uh the objecting lawyer is daredevil yep uh what's his name his actual name are you talking uh, about the actor or no like matt murdoch matt murdoch so matt murdoch is a lawyer yeah and he's the objecting lawyer and then he says frank um and then you see in the show where he says frank Mm-hmm. He says the word Frank, and then um, Charlie Cox is the guy that plays. Him. Yeah, and then Frank is like going like, because he he because he's heard Daredevil say Frank, Frank, mm-hmm. Frank, Frank, and then he's like, and you see him in the show, but like, wait a minute, and that's when he finally figures out uh, Matt is actually Daredevil, yeah. and he's like, what the fuck, yeah, dude, and it's just like, but like they don't say it, but yeah. you see that small little like hint. And it's just like holy shit, dude. When they had it all come together, when they had recently when they had uh, Charlie Cox show up as Daredevil in the MCU. That shit was so. Oh, he, he, he was uh, in that white suit. Yeah, he wore the OG suit, bro. Oh my god, I was like, yo. Oh, speaking, I'm of not that, gonna lie. In that scene, I said, where the fuck did he actually come from, though? Because he looked like, yeah, like, yeah oh, I just like flew up in the fucking air. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, wait a second, where did he come <laughs> from? Was he in a tree? But, yeah, I knew, right? but at the same time, it was like. Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> like let's go. Because, dude, honestly, let's. Wasn't that in the Ben Affleck oh, was a decent Daredevil? Don't get me wrong. No, dude. But in like, uh, what's his name? Who played uh fucking um Bullseye? What was his name? He plays he plays a penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, dude. Yeah, and I forget about that. Yeah, he was he was not. He was a pretty good Bullseye. Electra uh was Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner killed it. Dude, it was sick, man. It was a. I mean, you watch it right now, you'd be like, dude, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Eight, yeah, 
<laughs> but I can't believe I like this movie. <laughs> but no, they. Um, I think that I think that, dude, it's pretty cool. So we always we get each other gifts. Me and Laura, and we. I'm bad about it, and now she, she used to not be bad about it. But she gives me shit early. She she already gave me an Easter basket. I'm like, what the fuck? Anyways, one of them was like this cool fidget thing. It's called an Ono roller. It's that like, shit? yeah, dude, you like little, roll it. Like, it looked like you were rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, is that a jerk trainer? <laughs> it's like, dude, chill. <laughs> I think it was Wesley, actually. Yeah, Wesley said that. Um, but no, um, she got me that. She got me some new Crocs. Shout out Crocs. Um, oh, I, uh, I know you love Crocs. Yeah. Um, and then um, she got me this really sick. It's about it's about like this book. Um but it's all every single page you turn is a Marvel character in their description. It's fucking. Oh sick. shit! Like a like a yeah. encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. So I was cool. like, "Why are you giving me this right now? Why not? Like, it's awesome. Easter, dude. Yeah. The bunny is coming. Like, Whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> it was. It was a. It was. It's a cool book though, and you know, I'm like, I'm big time on Batman. You know, I just got that other Bat cycle up there. That shit's pretty cool. I'm a big time pop culture guy. Few challenges from Pattinson. Yeah, the best, one of the best Batmans of all. One of probably my favorite Batman. Honestly, like, swear to God, it's gonna make me sad if they don't bring him into the James Gunn universe. No, because he's in Elseworld. I mean, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not gonna happen. I guess it's a whole different world. Yeah, which I'm glad. I'm glad he's by himself. Um, dude, going back to that Robin shit. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that's it? No, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You really think that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think it was it year two for. Yeah, it was year two. I mean, they, how long was it before you even? I think that, I think that that is going to. It is the same actor. It was confirmed. That's crazy. Yeah, the kid that was on the the train in the Batman that yeah, is yeah, trying to make him beat up that guy. Yeah, and he, was like, he is Robin in Titans. That's crazy. So I wonder if that's going to be a thing, or they just cast him in that to make it like a. I don't. I hate how they do that, man. I wish they I just, know, just keep giving you a little, like, right? Yeah, right. Giving you a little, like, no, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Dude, so, um, we got to wrap it up here, but I appreciate you being on. Yeah, man. Um, and moving forward, I think this podcast is going to be a a really really cool thing. I hope to get some um, some cool. Uh, reviews in. I don't know. I'm not really sure what we're gonna do yet, but we'll we'll come up with some ideas down the road. Um, my marketing team they got they got it under control. So yeah, um, really more talents when we give out to. <laughs> Shout out to Leo. Shout out to yeah. Leo Young. Dude. Yeah, can't Single wait. Like a Pringle bun. Can't, can't wait to have Leo on next week. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be a really really interesting podcast because <laughs> Lord knows. I am excited to hear about that. One. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that. Um, I hope that moving forward, um, a lot of people just enjoy listening, get a good laugh from time to time. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it's just a bunch of guys talking about a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's pretty much what we do every single day of our lives. Yeah, so why not do it online for everyone else? Here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will uh, see you guys next time. Later.